0: You're listening to The Screener's Podcast Network. Well, welcome back to The Next Trek Podcast. Every week, we're gonna break down the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery and give our thoughts on The Final Frontier. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And this week, we're going to be talking about episode nine of season two, Project Daedalus. Here is the summary statement from IMDb. The Discovery crew infiltrates Section 31's headquarters, and suspicions arise that the crew may have a traitor in their midst. Meanwhile, Burnham tries to help Spock, but her efforts don't go as planned. Okay, here we go. This was a. Um, this is kind s- of. This is a, Well, yeah, but it was also kind of an emotional episode, something oh, yeah. that I really wasn't prepared for. Um, so we are introduced, I would say really introduced, to Arius in Arium. this episode. Arium, sorry. I don't know why I say Arius. Daedalus? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm a little okay. off my game. Let me say this for everybody who's listening. Uh, normally I am in my office. I've got my setup, my microphone, all that kind of stuff. I feel really comfortable um, tonight I'm coming to you from a hotel room, um, during spring break on a tiny little microphone that I've brought in with me. So And propped I, up
1: on a cardboard box on, on a cardboard as a box. mic stand. It's beautiful. Right.
0: <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So if if, if, I, if I sound a little strange, that is the reason why I'm off my game. So yeah, yes.
1: No other reason. No I'm, other reason. <laughs> I'm really hoping that Chris will gesticulate wildly and just knock the box over slightly, but we'll see if that happens. So if you're yeah, a large happen. crash, you know, everything's okay.
0: Okay, so what's her name? Ariam, right? Arium, yes. yes.
1: Who we've seen in the background this entire time, but have never really, barely, it took forever for us to get her name. Right,
0: yes, yeah. Well, Tonight, I mean, this this particular episode, we get to dive in and get to know her much, much more. Um, And I wasn't expecting to go on the ride that I went on uh, with her, her character, so... Let's go ahead and find out what we thought overall about this episode, kind of just give our, you know, our overall thoughts, and then we'll dive into the moments that kind of meant, meant the most to us uh, in this episode and, and really uh, get to chew on some of the things that I think are well pretty impressive. Before I do this, though, I do want to say, Jonathan Frakes, guys, oh my directed God. this episode. He just Frake needs to baby. keep directing every episode because they're just good. <sighs> His, his momentum that he has with oh. the camera, it just doesn't stop. From scene to scene, it, the camera's constantly moving. He knows what he's doing. It's wonderful.
1: It's like he's done it before.
0: It's like he knows what he's yeah. doing, exactly. Well, this is He knows the subject matter or something. I don't know.
1: Or I, yeah. If we're mentioning uh, production crew and stuff like that, this was written by Michelle Paradise, who is the uh, new co- co-showrunner for season three. So. And I'm
0: excited. Just yeah. by that alone, this episode was so beautiful. Uh, I cannot wait to talk about it. So, Kate, what did you think of Project Daedalus?
2: Um, I thought it was wonderfully fantastic emotional manipulation. They did a great job with it. Yes, they it's did. It's like, I know you're playing me, and I'm enjoying this so much. I don't care. Yeah. This is great. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was great. Yep. Um Uh, sibling tensions complete with spock being hmm, what's the word i can use let's just call him a jerk spock's being a jerk and that's full on
1: yeah oh my gosh so so terrible sibling just gook all over the place it was right
2: right um we get to uh, advance our um our ai theories about the future uh, which we'll talk about um oh yeah and non continues to be the most wasted character of season two I thought,
1: yes, I thought we were gonna get another chief of security who is gonna die crazily, um, and I'm very happy yeah. that didn't happen because I weirdly like her. We haven't seen much of her, but she I do like her. Um, I hope we get more and before they kill her off unceremoniously.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting I'm definitely getting some Amos vibes from her at the yeah. end of this episode. yeah you know, I, I am that I am that woman in this case, yeah uh, you know, willing to do the hard thing, yeah. but it's the right thing, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, absolutely. Totally.
0: Totally. And Amos oh. by Amos. I'm sorry. I mean, um, the expanse. I'm yeah. Curious. From the if expanse. You if you don't watch the expanse, I'm talking about a character from the expanse. If, if
1: you, you don't, don't watch the, the expanse, expanse <laughs> go do it. Right. <laughs> and then That's go right. listen to our episodes. I think we have, is it three or four on, on that? So yeah. Plus yeah, the interview yeah. with one of the creators. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Kate, any, any other thoughts that you want to give kind of overall or. or Those are, are my
2: primaries. I don't, any more that I said would, would be digging into the episode. So I'll throw it to Tyler Great. for his overview.
1: I loved it. I, I this I think last week I said might be in my top two or three of of all Discovery. This bumped it down even. Uh, just I think I loved this episode from beginning to end. I have one qualm with it, but we'll talk about that later. Mm. I just I thought it was um, yeah, like you said, Kate. Great emotional manipulation. Great interaction between uh, Spock and Michael, and just just an action packed fun episode that was smart and propelled the plot forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to echo you guys. I think this was um, discovery at its finest. Uh, Jonathan Frakes, like I said before, is a master. He really knows how to move the camera. And from the moment we start, you know, the camera's upside oh, yeah. down I love and that does shot. like a full rotation. Um, it's just, it's masterful. I feel like he knows what he's doing and I am just in the entire time. Uh, it, it just, it, it's just, it's this is kinetic energy that's just continually building up in this episode. You know we're going somewhere. Um, getting to see and, and know Arian better, um, and just the way that they, you know, this is, I think I talk about it many, many times, but like, I, it's so difficult to get across in such a short period of time um, the importance of a character's, you know, the, the stakes that a character has. and they did such a great job. You know, she, she's on screen for so few moments, but you care about her. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a great job of of you feeling like, oh, I know who she is. I know what her emo-, you know, wh- where she's headed, what what she wants, what her, um, you know, just it it it, it was fantastic what oh, they did. She with, matters
2: with her. too. Even that was a yeah. big thing they did.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in that we can kind of start diving in, I think that's the episode. But for me, I think that it was just a masterful episode. Absolutely great. I think this might be my favorite of the season. Um it just it is is incredible. It really was 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 great the way that they uh, that they introduced Ariam, made you care about her and then, you know, the feeling of loss at the end is just like what no what is happening right now yeah but i think she's gonna be back ladies and gentlemen i really do this so was we'll the
2: most successful death of the season so far oh
1: yeah <laughs> best death yet
2: <laughs> uh i with
1: that do you mind if we if we dig in then i have let do it can we get into my my one qualm and just kind of get it out of the way then
0: Let's let's go. Let, let let's start with the negative. Let's okay. get that out of the way because I've got way too much positives to say. So Leah, let's let's hit the negatives and first. It's, Sounds good.
1: It's really not even negative as much as I just wish they had done this differently. Um, mm. So it, and it goes with what you guys are saying. I think that this is one major misstep that we've had this season. Is with the th- some of the things that they have had us care about, and and I've um, mm-hmm. I've fallen into the trap with a few things. I, like I cared about Spock and Michael's like brief hug that they had two episodes ago that didn't like matter. And you guys weren't were when I was pleased about that um, because I was kind of just hoping that they would have this relationship. But we've seen Arium um, since since last season, and if this is a cohesive season that we're driving toward i would have loved for us to this felt in both good and bad ways this felt a lot like an episode of of next generation where um we are introduced to you know you know x you know character name person um who is you know in engineering and we have a whole story about them and then they die off or leave in the end and we never see them again
0: Mm. um
1: when the the benefit of a, of a show that is so tightly plotted as Discovery and this whole new method of, of doing a Star Trek show would be – this would be like – like we should have had a, a, a an O'Brien or a Barkley. She should have been like a Barkley where we've known – we have known her, but we've known a little bit more about her. They've barely said her name over the last two seasons, you know, mm-hmm. um and, and now they want us to care about her death. And don't get me wrong, we did. I, I just – like almost – it, it hit me hard at the end of it. But I it was almost like, oh, we could have gotten to know her. And she's apparently so integral to Tilly and so integral to the other p- members of the bridge crew and to Michael that yeah. they're best friends. And yet we've never – I don't think we've ever seen Michael and Arium speak or Tilly mm. and Arium speak. Even if we could have gotten just some moments of um, – And Maybe this will reward a rewatch, but some moments of them sitting together in the back of the the mess hall or or just a brief, you know, scene of of the three of them, you know, having drinks together or whatever it is that would just reinforce it and not make it feel like a standalone episode.
2: We had Linus sneezing for Pete's sake.
1: Exactly. And we featured that and like had conversations about it. And we haven't seen Linus since his episode. I mean, so it's it's he he dies later in the season. Give it time. I know. (laughs) It's really emotional. Um, but yeah, I just anyway, that's my only critique is is we have this this storytelling method that we have fully embraced of us of seasons long arcs and stuff like that. And yet we got a one-off character episode. Mm. Um, that didn't make sense to me. but but again, that doesn't diminish it. It just could have been so much more impactful, I think.
2: Mm. See, I was okay with the one-off character episode. What got me were were a couple of points on either side of that. Um, the fight scene with her and Michael was a little bit... A little matrix Extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the whoosh backwards, yeah. the, you know, the, the cable. But it's like, why? I mean, it was clearly about she had to die, because otherwise when they jettisoned her into space, couldn't they have just beamed her onto Discovery? We've I done this before. I thought the same
1: thing. I thought the same thing. Like, yep.
2: She didn't have to die in that moment, and so it was clearly she needed to die for the story, and we got our big emotional moment out of it, but there's that moment of but she didn't have to. And good grief, we went to weird lengths to save Culver, which we can, you know, agree or disagree about whether or not that was a good idea. But um, it just seemed like, OK, let's kill someone else off. And oh, they're really going to die. And I was like excited at first because I'm like, finally, someone's going to stay dead on this show. Maybe yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, um, she's not. She's
1: not dead. Don't worry. We'll see her again in some uh, form. Well, and we don't yeah. know
2: enough about her cybernetic parts for, you know, how dead dead is. And anyway, yeah. Um, but there was just that moment of why with that. I had some plot weirdness issues when they come to the Section 31 headquarters with, you have to have your, your, your shields off because it attracts the mines, but now they're on. And now we're spinning every this way and that way. And this was supposed to be so scary, but really we survived it like no big deal. And so that was a little bit messy for me, but um, nitpicks. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's, it's um, purposefully... Uh, not very clear what's happening, yeah. and, and by that I mean, I think we still don't quite know who the bad guys are and who the good guys are.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: in the end game, you know what I mean? Like for right. for, for the, the end of the season, we still don't have a very clear picture who the bad guys are. Do you know I, I what think, I mean?
1: I think we do, but that's but that's a theory that I'll have in just a little bit. I'm excited about this.
0: Okay, well, good, good. I mean, I I, I but I'm just saying, like, I yeah. agree with you, Kate, that it was definitely not very clear what was right. happening. The action in that moment, I was like, wait, so. They got the shields down. Yeah. There are these mines Blade coming after mines. them, Watch out. and then shields come back up. But the mines don't get attracted because they already are. And then, yeah, they stopped. Did Arium stop them? Because remember, they yeah uh, discovery stops and they stop. Why did they stop? It really didn't make a whole lot of like um, logical sense. Yeah. To. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially yeah, with a Vulcan in charge, which yeah, exactly. last episode when we had the hologram, um, uh, I, my mind was going to, we have a Vulcan, an Endorian, and a Tellerite. It sounds like they're set up for a great joke, and then this episode, <laughs> they're just popsicles, so the, the joke was spoiled.
0: They are. They are. That was a great moment, though. I, I thought that was good. But it was quite a um, another hand-wavy moment of like, oh, they're all holograms. That's how we solve. the right. uh, spot. I think everybody. this...
1: I think this goes directly I think this answers our our big bad of the season question to me. This I, I, like I think the hologram? Oh or no the, or baby the, Skynet. This is baby Skynet well, this is Galactic Skynet. It, we have control. I think control is our is our big bad. I think we have you guys remember the movie iRobot, not the books, but the
0: movie? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Where, where, uh, and I forget. Vicky, I think, is the acronym of the of the computer. There, she logics her way to wiping out humanity because humanity is a parasite on the earth, basically. Like mm-hmm. she has to kill them in order to save them, kind of a thing. That's
0: what yeah, I just feel like we've seen that so many times. I hope this is 100%. not our bad guy cuz it's, it's this been 100%. done and been done
1: better. Yeah. Oh, I this is one I truly think. and I agree with you by the way. That I I just truly think that this is our bad guy. I I hope that this is a misdirection and this is just a use of something that's going on. But what wow. I think is is absolutely this um, they've well, impersonated what was what were you going to say?
0: No, I'm saying I mean you're, you're you're right seemingly so. I just hope there's something deeper because Ariam does say you know, Project this is the, the, this is the yeah, exactly at the very end. This is the, the, the big moment. The reveal mm-hmm. is that she, Ariam says to Michael, it's all about you. Yep. They okay. wanted me to kill you. Everything is because of you. Yep. Yeah. So, but, but the question is, is still, is it because Michael does something bad or un, mis, You know what I mean? Like miscalculate something and she mm-hmm. causes history to go a bad way and they're trying to stop her. From right. doing that, you know what I mean. We still don't know if Control or mm. if whatever was controlling Arium or the you know whatever it is, the Red um, Red Angel, is actually quote unquote bad or is actually trying to set things right or is trying to cause the end of the world. We just don't, We just don't know that. In my opinion, maybe right. we do. Maybe it is Control, but I feel yeah. like it's too simple.
2: I will say, though, there was a bit of throwaway information in this that supports our um, some of our, our sentient discovery slash calypso mm-hmm. in the future because they talked about the information that Arium took over was um, the sphere's knowledge of the history of artificial intelligence and yes. so that means we know that the sphere has that and that means discovery's computer has it and so that supports the sentience of discovery
0: and that's what's so cool here is, yes. is that discovery's computer has it so you know over yeah. a thousand years that the computer begins to become smarter and smarter and has the 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 knowledge or the you know the database to draw on to make itself better which is kind of cool that's a neat neat little neat little thing even if they never mention it again mm-hmm. at least there is a way to get from a to b
2: yeah it's yeah cool. it supports that fan theory and who cares mm-hmm. about baby skynet that's not interesting it's been done yeah
0: i really hope it's not the skynet i hope because i mean we we'd heard about control and i'd never put two and two together you know they would mentioned it in past episodes but it was like really quick little conversations mm-hmm. um and in this well, episode, i don't think course, we
1: realized it was ai i think we just realized that was the name of the
0: control the leader yeah. or whatever yeah yeah exactly yeah it's true that's true but so in this episode we get to learn that it is you know the whatever the, the starfleet siri um siri exactly <laughs> yes that's exactly right <laughs> at that. it, it, it's siri it's how Google... do we defeat the klingons <laughs> <laughs> i have Throw their hair for you yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly i'm sorry i'm not connected to the internet right now no. i so anyway
1: yeah i i, I agree with you I, I all of the puzzle pieces are going to that. And so I, I will be more impressed if they have missed, if they can misdirect or if this is, you know, control or this whole AI thing is just a tool yeah. of yeah. whatever is going on. Um, because yeah, it, it was one of those things I, I figured it out. I'm um, looking back at my notes. I figured it out the before. Um, oh yeah. Right, right after uh, Cromwell has, has um, test. She, she did the, the lie detector thing on Spock and then we, we found out that um, control is an AI. Um, and the moment they said that, I was like, oh, okay. So they've hacked. I didn't figure out that they had that, that Patel or Patar. What's the name? Patar um, was a, uh, was a hologram, but I was like, oh, okay. So the AI doctored Spock, the AI was, was controlling uh, oh, yeah. Arium. The AI is doing this. And I was like, oh man, if this is the, oh, okay. Yeah. The yeah. footage
2: of Spock was the most obvious reveal yeah. of the episode.
0: Yeah, but also, I mean, here's my question: is is that was was nobody actually killed then? Were all those people just? It was just a just a charade, because it doesn't look like there's anybody in that in that room had a, a heat signature, right?
1: Right. Sure. Yeah. I I would suspect though that if somebody, because there had to have been bodies for them to have chased it, unless they just used the evidence. Really. Yeah. I, I mean. mean Unless not not Section Thirty One, but you'd think it would be that easy then to just walk into the room and go, "Oh, there are no bodies," um, you know. So
0: unless
1: it was a it, unless it was a cover up, not a misdirection, you know. Um, CSI, I'm just saying. Star Trek. I, I, what I'm
0: saying here is is uh, what Which, I'm saying is is that like it, it it couldn't then just be control, right? Right. Can, right. Because then you'd have to be more. There there are there are humans who are not just Arian, but there are other agents of control who are who are out there you know doing the bidding or whatever it is so hail hydra that's interesting hail hydra that's right right.
2: um to back it up for just a second um there was also another point about Nan that i want to make um why when she loses her little thing that helps her breathe in atmosphere and she's like (gasps) reaching for it and michael's like whatever girl i'm busy over here and never goes to check on her like yeah Michael's always worried about everyone else except for like, Na- it's like, it's almost like Nan is from the sixth sense where nobody can see her. Because
1: right. yes.
2: <laughs> she's yeah. also lurking in the shadows the entire episode
1: just watching her. Right. But- yeah, and that
0: never goes anywhere, does it? Like, it's not like she ever actually finds out. She never really, you know, voices her concern over I Arian. think she's, she's just investigating. literally investigating.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, yeah. it's just like Saru. It's like both Saru and Nan are, let's investigate these things and tell nobody because that's not yeah. important at yeah. all. Exactly.
0: I I would like to stay back and uh, investigate a few things, sir, if that's okay. Right. Sure, Saru, you sit back and don't say anything to me that could be valuable on our, you know. Yeah. Right. That's crazy.
1: I was was shocked that Nan didn't just push the button and and put her helmet up, because isn't that an environmental suit? Like...
2: But if it had oxygen in it, maybe, because if it was standard Starfleet, who, who knows? Well, if that's it just bad
1: planning. If you have somebody who can't breathe oxygen, why like why not just have... She's got argon in her tubes or whatever it is, and just <laughs> she breathes that. Whatever, it's fine. It's a good point,
0: but, Tyler. Was, You've thought way too much gosh, about it. I,
1: guys, <laughs> I should be making Star Trek episodes. I keep telling them, but they don't listen.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to yeah. email Jonathan Frakes. He'll listen to me.
0: So let's just keep on this Arium thing. I, I have one my favorite moment in this entire episode, but it has nothing to do with Arium. So I want to, oh, I'm going to get back to it, but we should probably talk about anything else as far as her, she goes like, so it was really incredible. I thought the way that they fleshed out her, um, her backstory that where she has to kind of defrag her hard drive on a regular basis, yeah. like yeah, delete awesome. memories to get more room, you know? And so, so it was cool. Cause they'd show like, her in a turbo lift and she'd be like well i don't need that anymore yeah. so delete right that. it's kind of um, like seven
2: of nine with her recharge cycle ethereum is yeah, you know yeah. purging her hard drive well and i, I did like wonderful. that we
1: didn't walk around her room either and go and this is her recharge bed and like we just kind of got to just see her room and let it be what it was and i, I like that
2: and then Tilly walking in and noticing the little container of sand. The fact that she noticed that means she's been in that room plenty of times, So she knows what's different about it. So that's just a, right. a backstory without and, having to really say it.
1: Right. And what it was, what it represented. Oh, is this from yeah. the same beach? Like, yeah. oh, I, I thought that was so good. And that Arium is human and that there was some accident. We didn't get spoon fed the accident either. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that was the last day we were together um, before and I don't even think she said shuttle crash or something like that, but the shuttle that didn't make it or something like that. It was, I liked that, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, and then I was reconstructed and it took me 10 years to do this, but blah, blah, blah. like we could have been, this is where it was elevated from a, a next generation, you know, one-off character. Cause we would have gotten her entire life story ham fistedly shoved at us. So I, I did like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's also another point. Uh, we get to see her going through her memories does that mean she could also see herself when she was being controlled, pun intended? It, it um, seems as not. Or if not, was she having black episodes? And if she was having black episodes, was that why she was having Tilly stand next to her because she knew something was going wrong, but maybe yeah. not what? I think that,
0: so. that's what I that's what I read into it. It felt like she knew she was something was something was going on and yeah. she felt like maybe she was the one responsible for it. And so, yeah. you know, she had that was a wonderful friend moment look i'll be honest with you like the moments Ugh. that the, the the women had together yes. yeah. were so great like there's just there's like a, maybe a four second five second scene where they're sitting around a table at the um you know having lunch or whatever it is and they're just joking around and they're hey, yeah it's wonderful and it even was...
2: passes the bechdel test without trying
0: oh <laughs> yes, i know it's Absolutely. true yeah 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 um and it's so what is the bechdel test for those who might not know kate
2: what are all the steps that it's more than one woman woman talking together it's not about a man i forget what the third one is but yeah yeah. that's the basics of it. Is it
1: time is an amount of time in the episode i think that might be the
2: third piece of that yeah
0: yeah and then i mean also you know they've they they there's a there's a um, women only away team too yeah um, i thought the same thing Yeah. yeah
1: Uh, so anyway. I, in fact, I thought, when's the last time we had a woman only away team in Star Trek? It might be like the animated series or maybe one time, Janeway and and seven of nine beamed down somewhere. but mm, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: but yeah, I, I mean, I, I just I really love these little small moments we get, even though they're mostly memories, but there's even a scene where it's you don't even see Ariam in it, but it's from her POV, of course. Mm-hmm. and she leans over and Michael, they're just staring yeah. out into. You know, they're having a quiet moment. And, and they yeah. like...
1: smile, and it's so great. I it's loved so good, that stuff. Guys, remember how dead inside I, I have been? <laughs> it, like, this is just, uh, this episode really hit me hard. I don't know why, but it was mm-hmm. in a really good way. I loved it. Just it's, Yeah, it's moments. also kind
2: of big because Arium doesn't have facial expressions the way humans right. do. And not all the alien species do either, but like they let her have her full humanity without her having to be like the others.
0: And what's great is, is that the reason why you feel that is because of the responses of the human yeah. friends that she has, yes. because, you know, that they're being sarcastic with one another. Like mm-hmm. she's at one point, you know, she walks in and uh, or Tilly walks in, like you were just saying, into uh, r- uh room. And when she walks in, she's like, oh, you're deleting your memories again. Uh, I hope you keep all the ones about me. And she goes, oh, actually, they're the first ones to go. <laughs> yeah, and so, I love you know, it. Oh. They're just, they, they, they like, it's just that wonderful banter that was, yeah. that, that was a great thing to be around. It just well, really and- was great.
1: Uh, and brought up at the end, too, where, where Tilly is speaking to her. That was just the part that, you know, hit you hard, too, is mm. Tilly is speaking to her and sending her memories. Yeah. And then, like, you know, she even just makes another joke about that of just, yeah. like, I know you kept kept all of my memories because I'm the best or something. And just brought up again <laughs> yeah. and, and showed relationship. Um or even
2: oh, the final that. moment when Tilly sends her her favorite memory, so that way, oh. as she's dying, she has that to go with. <laughs> it's so good. yeah. Yeah, because
0: she at that point she deleted all of her memories. Yeah, and right. And only had the stuff, so so she, she literally was giving her humanity back to her. Tilly. Is just so just like, it's oh. just such a wonderful moment of friend friendship because like, uh, it, what a great thing. I just it was right? great. It was great.
2: Yeah, yeah. This this is what friendship and acceptance looks like. Yeah, I will and, say
0: and, oh, go for it. Go ahead. No please please.
1: She had I I'm slightly I, I'm curious. They downloaded she downloaded everything of her. She didn't delete it. She downloaded everything into into Discovery. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so I wonder it does what does
0: that when mean? Once she once she comes back as the Red Angel, um, they'll be able to <laughs> re download her memories and we'll have Arian
1: back. I'm fully there. Did you guys see the, the tweet? Did I post this on, on on our chat? Um I retweeted it I definitely, know. but the one where uh, uh, somebody was saying, um, it, so you know, Ariam is gonna get like found and and uh, you know changed, and she will be the Red Angel in just a bit. Of course, it, it, or she'll get an upgrade. And I was like, I like that um, far yeah.
2: better than the Michael Burnham theory, and that also fits with the what was it, the loneliness, and I forget what the other word yeah. was that was used to just to uh, Spock's description of the the Red Angel. So I There's, I can live with that.
0: Yeah, me too. I I really hope that is what it is because I think I've I've become so enamored with her. Mm-hmm. that i would like to see Ariam back
2: absolutely and, and this, this is uh, like coming back from the dead version that i can deal with
0: <laughs> yes yes w- w- but like you said maybe not even ever dead it was just mm-hmm. we see her floating out in space at the very end of this episode and we know all of her memories and everything are still sitting on discovery's computer someplace and Mm-hmm. No, I don't think, know, I think it makes sense. I really, I really do think it, it is a possibility. I mean, we should talk about that last moment. I mean, we already alluded to it a little bit, but you know, Arium is being taken over by seemingly control Yeah. and trying to keep say, saying to Michael Burnham, I'm gonna kill you. So, you know, I need you to vent me. I need you to, mm. what, what do they call it in the expanse? I need you to space me. Is that yes. what they call it? Yes, yeah. Um, so open up the, the, um, the airlock and vent her out into space. And Michael can't do it. She's, like, you know, desperate to find another way. And everybody on the bridge is, like, just 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 got to do it. And so we have our deus ex machina of non-doing it. Yeah, exactly. But what's cool about that moment and what's so wonderful about the direction of this episode, I don't know if it was in the writing, but it probably was. But the way it is shot is you feel like Michael has done it for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then it just, you know, pans over and we see um that it was uh the uh what do you call it? the deus ex machina is that she <laughs> yes, said yes. um uh the, 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 that that last moment deus of, ex barzan uh, is yeah there you go there you go <laughs> nice um so you know and that was a wonderful moment because michael i don't think would have been able to from what we've built up you mm-hmm. know she would she would have had any issues well with she, that, she'd I already mean, been to asked to that.
2: kill saru how many friends is she yeah. gonna have to kill you know right yeah Jeez. Um, Jeez. So I have our segue if, if, um, please. um, Okay. So we have the whole, in that casual conversation with them, they're talking about playing Caddiscot, which was a great Voyager reference. And so this episode, we get that game and we get a game of chess between two siblings.
1: Yes. This, this episode is chock full of references to other games. Yeah, games. yeah. yeah.
0: To, to, to games and to you're right, you're right. You know, absolutely. This is this is definitely a. Uh, remember that thing? Yeah, that you liked before. Here it is.
1: Yeah, well, yeah That we we've speculated that uh, what's her name that um, that Nan was was a Barzan, which is from Next Generation's The Price. We get mines and the fact that Federation has banned mines, but that's Deep Space Nine where they mm-hmm. they broke the ban on mines in order to mine the wormhole in Deep Space Nine. Anyway, I, I just I loved all of that. I thought that was. I thought that was so cool. I was, I, was hoping, I was hoping somebody else maybe had looked up Kenneth Scott so that it was not just me.
0: That was good. <laughs> oh, you nerds. That was great. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's good. So, so did you go ahead? Yeah, sorry. Continue, Kate.
2: Um, so what did you guys think about that sibling? I mean, it, it started in engineering with Stamets, and then sort of really culminates in the, the chess scene. But how did you read that scene between the siblings? Chris? The whole,
1: the whole thing or any one in particular?
2: Uh, particularly the chess scene because that's where the meat of the characterization I think between them really happens
0: yeah I I, I honestly was looking for something a little bit more substantial but at the same time I like that it was so mundane that it almost felt like my you know seven and nine year old playing a game yes. i mean the way he does it is, is he, he basically just has an outburst of emotion oh. right he just yeah. can't control it anymore and he just says i like to feel this and flips the table it's such a childish um thing to do um yeah so, that
2: scene I mean, happened between my brother and sister when they were kids <laughs> so like i'm like oh, i've yeah. seen Same. this before <laughs>
0: yeah yep yeah well, well, I- we all I mean, if Go ahead. Sorry, Tom. Uh,
1: that, that he's messing with her the entire time too. Like he's right. he is he doesn't want to play the game, and so he is deliberately not even deliberately losing, which she thinks, but just deliberately screwing with her. He's providing um, her. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it's so great. I I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was so awesome.
0: So, do we think that Spock is doing this for a reason, or do we really think he's just mad at Michael?
1: I think he's mad. I, I think our theory, unfortunately, as much as I would have liked it to be yeah. uh, what we thought yesterday, uh, last week, that, that he was really, you know, pulling some major massive strings, you know, mm. here this entire right. time. I think he's just pissed.
2: I think both mm-hmm. can be true. It's, uh, yeah, it's possible.
1: Yeah.
0: I hope both are true. You- Do you think both are true, Kate, or do you think it's just a possibility that both could be true?
2: I think it's a possibility because it's really hard because we're so new to Spock to parse out what is audience manipulation, what is actually Spock, and what is Spock playing a deep game? And we don't have enough information yet to really judge that, I don't think.
0: That's a good point. We don't. And I think they're, (laughs) not to be punny, but they're being very cagey about (laughs) how Spock Tyler really liked that, guys. If you you can't see Tyler's face, but he just literally He's he lost cheering. all faith in me. Lost all faith in me. So, I think but, that was a far
1: point that you just uh, oh. made there. Get it?
0: All right, we're done. Um, moving, on. <laughs> we were naming, moving on. I thought we were naming. I thought
1: were naming pilots of Star Trek.
2: <laughs> no, we were nope. talking about the last episode, and you clearly oh. missed that pun pickup.
0: <laughs> okay, so anyway,
1: <laughs> maybe I need a caretaker. To oh. take care of, <laughs> or an emissary. To... <laughs>
2: no, I'm just naming them. No, yeah, I know. Please stop.
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna wait until you're done. Are you finished?
2: <laughs>
0: Are you finished?
2: Or we're gonna send a red angel to shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Okay. All right. I don't even know where I was anymore. Any it was Spock. <laughs> Uh, I don't it know, specific? he's being so, yep. he's being so mean in this episode for, and he's for almost apparently no mean. reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he has several different moments. Like, what is it, uh, they, oh, somebody says something about, like, um, you know, you guys are brother and, you know, uh, Cornwell, I think, says, you're brother and sister, and, and yeah. he says, adopted. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Not by laughs> yeah. Like, blood. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, not by blood. So... That's what it was. Yeah. Like, why, why Spock? Like, what, what? what is going on in your head buddy like come on what happened to this logic stuff you just want to feel emotion now and you're just gonna lash out is that what's happening
2: or is it that super deep game of i'm gonna keep pushing her away at every opportunity but i'm also pissed at her so i'm gonna take advantage of this
0: yeah Yeah. he's leaning into it a little much maybe Yeah, a little too much maybe i I don't know i don't know we'll see
1: i i think though that I think that was interesting. He last episode, one of the Telosians said we have to reorder his mind by detaching him from logic, um, mm. and so mm. I wonder if he's not fully, whatever that means. He's not fully reattached or recalibrated, yeah. And so mm. he's more emotional. And and again, we've seen Spock be emotional. You know, throughout the original series, um, he he has moments where he does. Uh, you know, the the paradise not paradise syndrome. Um, this side of paradise where he's, he gets zapped by those oh, spores, by the way, where he gets zapped by a bunch of spores and uh, becomes super emotional and lashes out and almost kills Kirk. Um, mm, so Spores, you say? <laughs> yeah, of the flower, not the mushroom variety, unfortunately. But still, spores nonetheless.
2: He's a fun guy. Yeah.
1: Wait. Get it? No, 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 no. I, oh, Please. Please. Keep going. I made some Keep going. brilliant going, Star related puns. No, but I, I just mean... I just mean that he. Um, this isn't that out of the realm for him. It's it's shocking to Michael, who's never seen him like this, mm. um, and and it's shocking, I guess, to the stereotype of of Spock that we know, of not even stereotype the type that he has made himself to be of the paragon of logic, but he is he's a pissy little boy in this one. I mean he <laughs> he, 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 he goes around like he even takes out on Stamets in the worst way possible. I, like I f- felt like he just kicked Stamets while he was down. I don't um, know
2: because what he said was really no, actually
1: insightful. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, was I mean, in the, I mean, in the way, in the way that he said it, it was not a, Hey and buddy, this- let me help you out. It was a, I, I saw your, uh, your guy leaving, leaving the room. That sucks. Right. I don't know.
0: I, I read that completely differently yeah. if, to me. It felt like he's trying to have a like strong, like, I hate you, Michael. But then he sees Stamets hurting mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, I'm going to help this guy just a little bit because I know that that's what I'm capable of. And to yeah. me, this, like his true colors came out in that moment of he tries to be cold and distant. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? The entire yeah. time. But yeah. Stamets keeps pushing in yeah. and, and, and just saying, I'm here. And, and Spock was like, all right. I'm gonna actually give you some cold hard truth, something to, for you to chew on, and I think mm-hmm. I think he helps Stamets.
2: Yeah, that's part of my evidence for Spock playing a deep game because that was such a really Spock thing to do.
0: Agreed. I
1: I kept wondering how he knew who Colbert was.
0: Oh, I'm sure he has read the file or he he's seen him on the ship, in, right? I mean in
1: all the time he's been on the ship, they've been on the ship for thirty seconds and he's he knows who Culber is, what his on-
2: I think your sense of time is a little distorted, Tyler. No, no, no. no. He's been <laughs> They've been sh-
0: trekking they've been trekking through the stars for at least a couple of weeks, bro. Oh they no, to, no. They had to wait no, for no, Cornwell no, 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 no. to
2: catch up with them and no. you know to send the message. Yeah, you know, time has passed. Who's gonna tell him? So he's like, he's all pissed at Michael, but Michael's gonna be like, "Hey, so you know these I think guys it, are going through rough I think a rough it's a patch. pretty
0: big deal on the ship, dude. Like, yeah, I think I, everybody's I gossiping
2: like, about it. Probably.
0: I feel like I feel like I feel like he would have he would have encountered this before. It doesn't matter either way. He knows what's happening, and all he, he does has a to do is keep an job.
2: ear out.
1: Oh my gosh! You guys, I quit. <laughs> uh, I I think I quit last week too, but I'm just re I'm re- <laughs> re-upping my quitting.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: So anything else with the Michael um, Spock relationship uh, that we want to cover? I
2: thought it was interesting that this whole episode where there's this tension and conflict between them, we have after Mm -hmm. the chess fight, uh, Michael is called to the bridge. And then there's that moment where Saru Mm -hmm. clearly understands that she's upset and he's the brother to her that her brother is not being right now. Right. Um. and no
0: words are exchanged right i don't even think yeah. she he just asks, asks, are you okay? how are you how yeah. are yeah that's right yeah. and it's just it's just that moment of like recognition of no things are not okay i'm gonna yeah. say they're okay but they're not yeah. it's wonderful acting it's wonderful acting
2: mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. other moment i wanted to draw is when they first get to the room to play the game and he's commenting on the difference between tilly's oh, personal yeah. space and michael's space um, that Tilly's face was funny because you had like the, the different blanket with the slight tear on the edge or just, like oh. all the personality just leaking out there and then Michael's fully contained and then he comments on it Um, but yeah
1: and he's horrible to her like again it's this yeah he uh, he says you seem to have no individual expression whatsoever it is quite an accomplishment to be uniquely mundane yes and, that's a oh great my line gosh. it's it's a great he has some good lines in all of this like there's, there's another one I'll mention when we get in just a second, but he, yeah, where he just is, golly, just kicking her. Maybe it's just I lost sympathy for Spock in this one because he's I, which is why I didn't read the Stamets one that way. But he's just brilliantly kicking her in every way possible.
0: Yeah, kicking her while she's down. Yeah, and <laughs> and making it worse seemingly. Yeah. I agree with you, but I, I'm just, I guess I'm more hopeful that the Spock character is doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. has has a purpose. I I guess this was because I know Spock. Right. And I right. can't imagine that he would do this on purpose. Mm-hmm. No. Um and especially now that he's no longer he seems to be out of his funk. You Agreed. know what I mean? So it just seems like he is he is deliberately doing this. And it's kinda like, why why? Why yeah. are you deliberately doing this? It makes no sense. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. The only All other right.
1: line I'd mention before we move on from Spock yeah. is he says uh, she, you know, she, ta- it's, they play a verbal game of, ch- of chess while playing oh, chess, yes. you know, oh, yeah. um, she's taunting him, he's taunting her and he, and he says, uh, well, that's what this entire scene is. Oh, percent. It's, it's a
0: game of chess, but with words it has nothing to do with what's oh. going on on that board mm-hmm. at it's, all.
1: It's, it's great. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it, and he's sitting so stiffly the entire time and like yeah. barely, his, his legs aren't even under the table. Like he's playing, he's like just getting ready to stand up whenever he can. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, but he he says I disappoint him, meaning Sarek. He disappoints me. The sun sets and a new day begins. What I realize is that failure is liberating, and for the first time, I enjoy expressing my emotions. Like it, it's just they mm-hmm. this. He gets all philosophical about just the yeah. life and his dad and his their relationship, which does characterize their relationship. We've never seen him and his dad have, you know, except for after he dies and is reborn in in search for spock we've never seen them show any kind of affection
2: Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah another visual for you with the chess game um he was playing the black pieces and he was on top and she was uh on bottom but she was the one coming up and meeting him at whatever level is going on that i thought thematically was an interesting visual choice
0: for Mm. sure that's a good point that's a good point i like that yeah um i also
2: think that so back in engineering, um, he's trying to work through, and he's, Stamets is being intrusive for him, or he's trying to work through why um, why him, and there's just something particularly delicious about him being a jerk the whole time, <laughs> and then she's actually the one that's revealed to be important at the end of the episode, Yeah, but then right. it occurred to me maybe he knows she is the important one and he's playing the whole it's about me thing. So he can Ooh. keep control of the situation because he can't reveal that it's her and his whole prodding her. Right. If you take on too much things that you have no control over, perhaps he's preparing her. So that kind of right. came full circle for me.
0: I, I fully agree with you. I fully agree. I, he knows more than he's letting on that mind meld. I think he knows more than what, what, what he's, he's been t- telling us so far. Yeah. So, and he's we'll very see. precise in
2: his answers when he's being interrogated uh, oh, by Cornwell, yeah. too, yeah. which is classic sign of I'm hiding stuff from you. So I'm going to answer literally what you said and nothing else. Uh,
0: yeah, and we I mean we see this and this is like almost classic Vulcan, right? I right. mean, it's so stupid like wh- what 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 test could possibly make you feel like you could get a Vulcan to not give you a false positive on whether they're telling the truth. <laughs> I wonder or. If that. You know thing. I, mean? I like, thought that she's same like, thing.
2: it's 100% you know <clears throat> accurate and it's like but really I, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I... Anyway, sorry. What were we going to say, Tyler? Uh I
1: I liked I also appreciated the end and this is the, mm-hmm. a sign of Spock sort of softening a bit is where they're all everybody is on the bridge except for um except for Tyler somehow is not there and Colbert is not there, but everybody else is on the bridge and they're all encouraging, um, Michael, they're all witnessing this thing, this tragic tragedy that's about to unfold. And they, they are saying, Michael, do it. You have to push the button. You have to eject Ariam And Spock's voice is, is out there a little bit louder. And he gets a few moments where he says it's, it's her or you, Michael, it's mm-hmm. her or you. And if he was so coldly logical, and if it was uh, truly like you, if it was, if he actually knew that it was all about him and not about her, he I think logically, you know, well logically is you're saving more people, but you know they could get more information from her. We would want to try and save her or something. But it all it shows a little bit of he still he actually does care for Michael, and it's actually okay because he could have at the very least just stood off to the side and not said anything, you mm-hmm. know. But he does comment, which is important.
0: He somewhat cares. Right? Yeah. there, there, there is, a, there, is a, there is a love there that yeah. is uh, something sibling, even if they're rivals at the moment, they still. He still has something uh, right. for her. Or in
2: Vulcan language, there's an attachment. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right, so can I now talk about my favorite moment in the episode?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, please.
0: So my favorite moment in this – well, before I get there, let me just say that I love that Captain Pike's uh, new kind of s- phrase is hit it, right? Yep. It is his make it so. He says yep. it in this episode, and he does it so well. And every time I see that man, I fall deeper in love with him. I know. Um, Okay, so, and here's here's my moment. I just I love Pike so much. Um, There's a moment uh, that is so well crafted. It gave me those. Remember when we first started this uh, this podcast? Tyler, you and I, and I decided that I, I like to get those goosebump moments. Oh yeah. This was a huge chill goosebump moment for me. I know what you're going to say. They're on it. the bridge. Yep. Uh, Cornwell and Pike are there. Um, and um, Cornwell starts to talk about the mines um, mm-hmm. that the, that second 31 is, is using. And somebody on the bridge says, well, aren't those, aren't those illegal? Aren't Starfleet's not supposed to use those. And Pike goes into this, No, they're not. And and Cornwell says something along the lines of, Well, you know, in war, you know, we have to do things, you know, we you know, the Klingons were they were able to cloak and blah, 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 and we just had to do it. And then Pike comes back with that was a distinction without a difference. You know what I mean? Like and he goes into this like if if what does he say, um Uh, giving up our values in the name of security is losing the battle in advance. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like I literally was just like, I love this show and I love what you're doing right now. It's so good. They're having a conversation, but my favorite part of the scene is Frakes' direction because what's so neat here is that, yes, it is Cornwell and Pike having a conversation, but they are separated by... A lo- they're, they're, the entire they're far, bridge. They are far away. Yeah. And everybody is, the entire crew is in between them. Mm-hmm. So we get this visual of Cornwell on one side and Pike on the other. And all of the crew, I'm getting a goosebump thinking about this, <laughs> all the crew in between looking back and forth between Pike and Cornwell and basically seeing the captain from last season, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking and seeing Lorca. Mm-hmm. That would be his argument from Cornwell and then Pike and they just are so I want to be like Pike. You know what I mean? Like I that's what we want to be. That's what we're that's where we want to go and they're all like sitting there and then Cornwall comes back and says oh. to him like listen, if and, and, you know he he starts to get really upset and angry and she said look like, listen if we lost the battle of the Klingons. This is what what um Cornwall says uh, to Pike. If we had lost the battle of the Klingons. We wanted the best in Starfleet to survive, and as this conversation proves, that was you. Yep. Because <laughs> because
1: like, he had just thrown at her, uh, is this why you sidelined us? Is this why you kept us uh, out? Because you know I would remind you of this problem, and and she knows it. She knows she's you know sleeping oh, with the terrible. enemy or whatever. Yeah, you know she yeah. knows what she's doing. It's yeah. the oh, it's so. I agree. Yeah. It, it, this was probably my favorite moment of the episode too. Is it, is. It's the
0: reason why I love, and again, like I tell people all the time, I know I'm speaking, I'm talking a lot right now and I'll let you guys get in it. But it just, it made this, this sequence, this kind of stuff is something I will point to and tell people to watch Mm -hmm. because I love the idea of this morality. Like I I get my morality from two places when I was growing up. um, You know, I I was, there's two places where my morality came and Star Trek was one of those places that I just identify with and I love these this morality in it, and last last season, I enjoyed, but it did feel so kind of off. Mm-hmm. And now with Pike being able to bring that back into uh, in, into focus, it's like, oh, yes, I'm home yeah. right now. Uh, this is this is who I want to be. I want to have that view of the universe. So Chris, anyway, that was my favorite moment in this entire yeah. episode. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. Crispy Absolutely and wonderful. Chris. I love yes it. <laughs> yes it's so, it um, so good
2: so that scene was really powerful but I have to say I hit a double layer moment at her final response to him about you know this is why we um we want you if anything goes wrong yeah. to me that was a brilliant bit of a manu- emotional manipulation on her part Oh
0: absolutely yes I, I agree I agree there was a little bit there and I, I don't think they like intentionally like who was the best among us let's yeah. send them away but I do think yeah, it right. was. Yeah, right. They
1: never had that conversation.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it right. was more like, I think it was more like, who is the most capable mm-hmm. to to continue, you know, continue on and right. actually survive, right. um, and more so than like a like a heady like. You're right. the most moral the F, among the us. The ethos
1: of Star Trek, yeah.
2: Right, but I guess yeah. I'm anticipating a future scene whenever it finally dawns on him to look past what she said to go. So why? It worked with the framing of that scene beautifully, perfectly. You get the yes. moral setup, but at the same time, it's like, so, but what's the real reason? And when will he have that conversation with her?
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know that we ever will, but yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I don't. I don't. That is a. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point.
1: No, yeah, I
0: agree. So
1: that was Can
2: your, I go? Oh, go ahead, Tyler.
1: No, I I have something very random, so don't worry about it. If if we're continuing on,
2: I was just going to ask if that was if Chris had more points, or, or if that was the the big one you wanted to highlight.
0: No, I, honestly, it was just that sequence gave me chills. I think my yeah. favorite p- part of it not only was the that was was it the what it was about, mm-hmm. but I just liked the blocking so much. Oh, of it was the scene. That they were that they were so far apart that the entire crew is in between them, kind of caught in between these these two viewpoints of Mm -hmm. security and, you know, giving away security, having freedom, like just that, that kind of argument is so not just wonderful on a Star Trek episode, but also right now here and now, you know what I mean? Like that, it directly in, you know, shadows what's happening in, in, in our current world, like all that kind of stuff is just, it's just so, so good Yes. so good and even <laughs> anyway.
1: even with that blocking right so they're they're both on the bridge she's up by the captain's chair he's standing in front of the view screen with yeah. i think section 31 headquarters behind him background. so mm-hmm. he's like standing starlight behind him. yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's oh i love it i the, well the blocking in that that you just mentioned reminds me even when when Arium is is dying and they um are all on the bridge we see Oh, no, I'm forgetting his name. The communications officer, Reese. Reese, Reese um, comes up to um, stand next to Detmer, and uh, and and you see the junior officers are, are the ones that are really in focus because you know they're the ones who are closest to her. It's it's Oo, it's it's Detmer, it's Reese, uh, and then uh, the weapons officer. I forget his name now too. Um, but uh, you know we we linger on them because she's one of them and I, I mm-hmm. really liked that touch we could have spent our time and we do spend our time with the impact on Michael and things and I'm sure we will in the next episode too but for the moment we get Tilly and and company
0: um mm-hmm. which
1: I which I thought was it was a good way of staging the uh, um the scene and the, and the shots so yeah
2: and all of these scenes that you're both talking about are that much more important because we spent the beginning of this season getting to know the bridge crew
1: yeah
0: Exactly. Correct. Oh, absolutely. And that that is what I, and again we mentioned at the beginning of the season, these people feel human or yep. they feel real. Not right. all of them are human. Yeah. But like are, are they all human? I think They're they all might human, all be human mm-hmm. except for Saru, right? Except for Saru. Um, but he's not junior, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No. But anyway, I I just it it makes them feel real. Yeah. Um and worth caring for. And I think it's the reason why this Arium thing hits so hard is is because you know they she hasn't been an integral part of the story up until now, but she's always been in the background yeah, mm-hmm. always. So yeah. yeah. And she's and been striking. I remember,
1: and I remember asking that question when, when we, when we got in discovery, we started talking about it and going, what is this deal with this lady in the background? I think I yeah. looked her up and okay. She's named Arium, Ar- Ariam, you know, something we didn't even yeah. know how to say it. Um was she and the didn't, baby I don't daft think
2: punk or was that somebody what? else? Was she the baby Daft punk? Say or that was again. The baby Daft punk character that we talked about from the first, was that somebody else? Well, that was on somebody, was somebody else. else. That was a different ship. Okay, I'm mixing. Yeah. Timelines.
0: Oh yeah, yeah that, was, yeah. that was that was on the Shinzo. That's
2: Yes. Right. Yeah. So, and
1: yeah. Anyway, I, I, if we're if we're still briefly on Arium, I looked up her name just to see if are we is there something that's hiding in plain sight about her and Red Angel. Her name means the throne of God, and so I don't know if that gives us any Red Angelness, but they would have had to come Angel, up with that two messenger. years ago. So,
0: yeah. 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 You're right. They, they didn't. They didn't think that far I Man, if
1: it had been like. Angelic one, or so I was like, oh, Are you kidding? But that's that's too that's somebody would have done that before now. I'm 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 behind that that nerd curve, I think.
0: Is there anything else we want to talk about? But I mean, I, I mean, do, you do any wild speculation, or but before we do that, is there any other plot stuff that we want to discuss from this particular episode?
1: I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything random. I don't think so. I I am I'm growing to like Nan. That's I wrote that a few times. Um, even though I I wish she had done something more with her investigation, I, mean, I, just, I don't
0: I don't have. There's not enough there there for yeah. me yet. I mean, she seems oh. interesting, but there's not enough not enough for me to go. Very grab onto.
1: random. We have we have the original series skirt showing up. Like she's oh, she's right. in the she discovery did. skirt, which is strange, but that's fine. Go for it.
0: Hey, listen, you need options um, when you're in space. Yeah.
1: Good for hey, her. listen. I'm, and Good there, for there's
0: a skirt in Next Generation on guys, right? Like, so where's that? Skirt? Yes,
1: I was. I'm in season two, and every once in a while, it shows up, and I'm like, <laughs> Ah, Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> You know, equal opportunity, great. that's fine, go for it. But that's Hey,
0: just... no, listen, if, if it was socially acceptable, I would be in a skirt all the time. Uh, I feel like it'd be so much more comfortable than restricting pants.
2: Are, are you Scottish? Just checking, anyway. That's
0: what I'm saying. Well, I'm Irish, but I mean, you know. Happy St. Patrick's St. Day Saint to Pat- everybody. Oh, you. yeah, you guys too. Um, so anyway, um, let's move on to some wild speculation and then we can wrap up, okay? Does that sound good? Oh, yeah. So let's just, let's just, let's just, talk about where we are currently with the whole season arc. Um, is Arium the Red Angel? Yes or no?
1: Yes.
2: Mm, I would go with 40% likelihood.
0: 40% likelihood. Okay. All right. So w- w- do you have any other thoughts there? I'm like, w- w- do, you, do you feel like this episode helped you at all know where we're going? Or do you think we're just getting... I It, it just feels like we're getting little drops and i'm not sure it's enough to really formulate a real opinion yet do you where are you on that like do you feel like you can formulate it
2: yeah we do not know enough and this took me there just because we learned more about her and her cybernetic alterations certainly uh enhance the possibility of it but um i just don't think we have enough information everything is is about uh spock is about michael um right yeah, yeah. yeah there, there isn't enough there, but she is more credible to me than than Michael and some of the other theories that we've had, and so um, she's the most credible while still not being enough.
0: Okay, all right. And so Tyler, you're convinced? You said that really quick.
2: Oh yeah, I, I'm, and
1: again, it very much could be like the whole control thing might be you know a secondary part of of a larger plot. Um, so the Red I,
0: Angel is a bad. Because, oh yeah, I think
1: she's she's still hacked, uh, or she was. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I, Red Angel is is not the bad one. The Red Angel is the one is the one you know kind of helping them along. I think that because of the the hacking nature of of her, um, she becomes the Red Angel. She knows everything that needs to happen, and you know she knows she was used and needs to go back and fix stuff. I that's sort of how I read it.
0: So but. there's another force out there, or you think the re- that Arium has done this all on her own? Like, she sat out there for a thousand years and then uh, got rebooted? I think
1: something? that, like I said before, I think that Control is going to... I still think Control is the one that's actually behind all this, and it's going to turn into Skynet, and it's going to wipe out everything. Um, but, she, yeah, that she got picked up by future... We're going to have some weird time time loop. That's what's also going to happen, that we're not okay. fully seeing. Mm-hmm. That, that um, she got picked up, brought to the future um or survived all the way through the future and is i being have a thought back. about that but go yeah. ahead
2: chris
0: no i'm going to move off of that so go ahead and okay. go ahead and give your thought if you're still on that topic
2: so what if Ariam is dead but they put her in cold storage or whatever and then right. future calypso version of discovery yeah. reanimates her brings her back and sends her back as the red angel
0: yes right correct yep. So I'm with you on that. I'm totally, totally with Very you. Very much that. so. So here, so here's my question to you guys, real fast, because I this wasn't clear, and I just rewatched the episode again, uh, but maybe you guys caught it and I didn't. So control was not on the starbase, or was it? Or on on that?
1: It, it was. It was on the starbase because it drew Arium there to be. It's almost like V'ger, uh, from Ooh. the Ocean picture where it drew it, it drew Arium there, and she had to manually upload what she knew
0: so so the way this episode ends is just basically ariam flying through space so we don't know what they're going. so next episode i guess do they destroy control or are they gonna like that's what i didn't understand like is Control as ai like in the cloud man you know what i mean on all the starships I, it or, seems
1: as though it's central it's not actually truly controlling um, it because the way that the way that uh, Cornwall describes it, she they feed information to it, and which, which by the way goes with what the way that we see computers in the original series, which I do mm-hmm. like. They are a little less AI, they're a little less Siri, where or they're sorry, they're a little more like Siri than true AI, where um, where they feed information to it, control gives them a recommendation on you know whatever the situation or scenario is, but then they they just act on it or not. It seems as though Control wants to truly be in control and and actually run the Federation. That's what it seems like to me.
2: But if the station is really out of the way, how does that work for real time? We're in a war. We need a quick, you know, burst of whatever from Control and you still have to feed in information and wait for it. Like... I guess oh, have I have questions for how that works in real time. If it's. Yeah. I just wonder
0: if they like, you know, def like defrag the control and make turn, turn it, you know, reset it or whatever. Uh, I would imagine that they want to uh, keep that up and running as much as possible. Okay. I just was curious. I, I couldn't tell. And of course, you know, the way they end this episode, that plot is not actually finished. Like no. control right. is, we were not clear on where control was. If they destroyed control all we know is that they stopped Ariam from finishing uploading all of her knowledge of, from the, the, the meatball, mm-hmm. this ancient meatball. Um, uh, yeah, so we stopped that. She got, they got, it got 25% though. Right. Didn't they say, didn't she say at the end, she's already uploaded 25% Something like of the information. That, yeah. 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 So, so, so control has 25% of the information. So it's got a little bit, not all, but a little yeah. bit. And,
1: um, and so that makes, it makes you wonder, you know, what does that, who does pick her up they, there was a shot in the trailer and i i need to stop watching the trailers for next week they just pop oh. up so quickly but there's a shot in the trailer for next week where it seems as though we have a um an end of wrath of khan situation where uh, where there's you know the whole honor guard is is put out and then they shoot arium through a torpedo into space um so they they did recover her body is what it looks like um but we okay. didn't leave it in cold
2: storage if they made it a missile <laughs>
1: Well, but so was Spock, and this this also leads, lends more credence. Now that I had forgotten this until it just came up in my head, it, that lends a little bit more credence to the whole... We've already had a reference to the Mutara sector of that's where Spock was died and reborn. We now have maybe Arium. Uh, it, 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 I think it's not an armed torpedo. They just launch it into space because Spock was too. Spock would have been incinerated if and not reborn if they had this armed is the But still pre-Genesis
2: so. project, so...
1: Oh, I don't mean it's literally Genesis. I just symbolically, okay. you know, okay. she's she's gonna be then picked up by another probe or something like that. Um, and the next episode is called Red Angel, and so we it seems like there's a bunch of answers we are going to get next episode,
2: or more confusion. But yes, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of potential. If the
1: episode called Red Angel doesn't give us the identity of the stupid Red, oh, red Angel, I, wouldn't expect anything, I quit. Man. Is I the identity the anything. most
2: important part, or is its purpose the most important part, though?
1: Both i I would hope that one that they're one and the same, that they go together, but yeah,
0: all right, well, I feel like we've pretty much done as much as we can for this mm-hmm. episode. Anything else that we want to say before we uh before we log off? No, I loved it. I loved this episode. I thought it was yeah. fantastic
2: yeah it was it's it's one of the season highlights.
0: I agree. it gave me chills uh for multiple reasons, uh but it was it was a wonderful episode of television and masterfully directed no absolutely. Doubt. Absolutely. Cool.
1: Well, as always, everybody, you can follow us on Twitter at The Next Trek and on Facebook there as well. Uh, Follow us on iTunes as well. Subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it. Even if you don't think we deserve it, that five-star rating would be just you know delightful anyway, and you can just still tell us what we did right or wrong. That would be great. So anyway, as always, live long and prosper.